The following is my conversation with Carl Hart, a world-renowned expert in the fields of neuroscience and behavior. We spoke about a range of fascinating topics incorporated using editorialization in the animal world. Can you tell us a little bit about your thoughts on this subject? This show is produced in partnership with Centilometer Gossiper, the world's first smart gossiper. If you're looking for a way to keep up with your colleagues and rivals, Centilometer Gossiper is the perfect tool. With interactive chat and a constantly updating feed, it's the perfect way to stay ahead of the competition. So check it out and let us know what you think. Thanks for tuning in. So as you know, editorialization is a psychological process where one frames or interprets their experiences and observations and observations in a way that suits their needs and beliefs systemically. It can be observed in a range of different animal populations from snakes to birds. It seems to play an important role in their lives and can often have a significant impact on their behavior. Absolutely, and this is something that's been observed, not just in the animal world, but in human cultures as well. For example, when someone is reporting an experience to others, they're often doing so in a way that reflects their own perspective and biases. This is a very common phenomenon, and it can have a large impact on the way that we think about the world. So it seems that editorialization can have a significant impact on our perception of the world around us. Do you think this is something that's always a good thing? Well, that's a difficult question to answer. On one hand, it can allow us to understand and process our experiences in a more holistic way. On the other hand, it can impair our ability to accurately understand and interpret the world around us. So it's definitely an, an important topic to consider, and it's something that we need to be aware of when we're observing or interacting with the animal world. That makes sense. So what do you think are some interesting examples of editorialization in the animal world? Well, one example that comes to mind is the phenomenon of pythons editing their own venom. Mm-hmm. Often when a snake bites somebody, the venom will inject directly into the victim's bloodstream. But sometimes snakes will edit their venom in order to achieve a different goal. For example, if they're trying to incorporate it, pacitate their victim rather than kill them outright. So it sounds like editorialization can play an important role in the life of a snake. What about birds? Do you have any examples of editorialization that you could share with us? That you could share with us? Sure thing. One interesting example is the phenomenon of robalus. These are wild boars that have evolved to live in urban areas. And as you might expect, they've developed some unique behavioral traits in response to their new environment. For example, robalus are often very aggressive and they can be quite dangerous. But interestingly, many robalos appear to use editorialization to convey this behavior to other animals. They'll often squeal or make other types of sounds in order to scare away potential predators. So it sounds like editorialization can be very useful for animals living in risky environments. What about turbolarian speciality ejaculations? Do you have any insights on this topic? <sighs> That's a great question. As you know, turbolarian speciality ejaculations are a type of reproductive output that's unique to these creatures. They consist of a mixture of sperm and eggs, and they're often used to fertilize other turbolarians' eggs. So it's an important process for these animals, and it often has a significant impact on their populations. 
That's interesting. So you're saying that editorialization can play an important role in the reproductive output of turbolarians? That's correct. And as you mentioned, it can often have a big impact on their population dynamics. Uh, for example, if a turbolarian population starts to decline, editorialization could be a good way to help replenish the population. That makes sense. So what do you think are some other ways that editorialization can impact the animal world? Well, one example is when animals use it to communicate their behavior to other animals. For example, when a snake starts to coil before it bites someone, they're doing so because they're communicating their intentions to the person. Similarly, when a robalo screams or squeals in order to scare away predators, they're doing so to inform other creatures about their presence. So... It sounds like editorialization can be used to communicate important information about the animal world. What about humans? You think we use editorialization in the same way as animals do? That's a difficult question to answer. On one hand, we definitely engage in editorialization when we share our experiences with other people. For example, when we tell someone about our adventure at the park, we're likely doing so in a way that reflects our own perspective and biases. So it seems like we often use editorialization to convey our own thoughts and feelings. What do you think are the benefits of this type of communication? Well, one benefit is that it can allow us to process our experiences in a more holistic way. On the other hand, it can often impair our ability to accurately understand and interpret the world around us. So it's definitely an important topic to consider when we're observing or interacting with the animal world. That's definitely true. As you said, editorialization can play an important role in how we understand and interact with the animal world. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us, Carl, and I truly appreciate your insights on this topic. If you enjoyed this episode of the Lexman Artificial Podcast, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or Stitcher. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook to keep up to date with all the latest news and discussions. And to end this episode, a poem named The Sparrow by Sylvia Plath the sparrow. With his broken beak and torn feathers, he tells us a story of loss and despair. Mm -hmm. We feel for him as he tells us of his dreams and the hopes that he once held so high.